Good afternoon, Homefield Tailgate. This is your host, Addison Harbor. Right now, I'm by myself, but some of the other guys might jump on in a little while. Uh, I am on the road, so if you hear a little background noise, that's what that is. I have my laptop in my lap as I head south on I-55 to Red Stick, translated in French as Baton Rouge, to watch Ole Miss take on LSU tomorrow at 2.30 on CBS. Miss Mary Morgan is along with me, but I don't think she'll be doing any talking. She is working her accounting job while we're on the road. So we're both working right now, traveling. Um, if you lose me for a second, that's why we'll do the best we can. I'm going off script. Uh, no outline or anything. So we're just going to do a quick recap of last week's games very quick, and then I'll get into some of the bets I've already placed this week and some of the, the big games. Uh, today is Friday, depending on when you're listening. Uh, last week, big things that stood out, obviously the L, uh, the Alabama-Tennessee game. Alabama went to Knoxville, got beat uh, in a very you know back-and-forth game, kind of uh, exciting game, over 100 points scored. Tennessee beats Alabama for the first time in 15 years. The drought finally came to an end. And then Hooker played great, but he threw his first interception of the year. Uh, Alabama's receiving court just wasn't good enough. Tennessee had one guy catch five touchdown passes. Uh, no, no one else caught a touchdown besides Tennessee. Those were his only five catches in the game. Five catches, five touchdowns, a lot of yards. Uh, Alabama had a wide receiver punch a girl after the game when she was coming on the field. Um, so that was a big takeaway from that. Uh, it's really been surprising how undisciplined Alabama has been all year. A lot of penalties. We talked about that after they played Texas. It's not like a Nick Saban coach team to be that undisciplined. We're still seeing that throughout the year. Um, so this will be a very, very big uh, weekend for them trying to bounce back. They host Mississippi State at home in Tuscaloosa, and so that will be um, exciting there. They need to bounce back. Uh, Michigan, other big story, Michigan made a huge statement uh, this week, uh, just demoralizing Penn State uh, in that game, 11 p.m. Central. Uh, Penn State just, I guess, was a pretender, not a contender. Michigan proved that they are a top-ten team uh, not to be dealt with this year. Uh, they are, will once again try to compete with Ohio State to win the Big Ten uh, as this year season takes shape and the playoff picture uh, starts to get a little more focused going forward. Um, Ole Miss knocked off Auburn by two touchdowns. LSU went to Gainesville and uh, – Really, for the most part, it was back and forth at the beginning. It was like 7 0, 7 7, 14 7, 14 14, 21 14, 21 all. Then LSU kind of scored a touchdown late in the first half, went up 28 21, got the ball back. Second half, or either got a stop, got the ball back. Then they were up 35 21 and started to kind of put the game away at that point. Uh, outplayed them. Florida has a really bad, really bad team. The last 14 SEC games, Florida is 3-11 in the last 14 SEC games. That's among the worst in the league. I actually think that is second worst in the league. Only Vanderbilt is worse 
at 0 and 14. Um, so Florida still has a long way to go uh, this year. They're they're not good at all. Uh, they're not in the ranked in the top 50 in any defensive category. Um, so they're not good on defense. That helped LSU put up all those points last week. Uh, and then we'll talk a little bit more about LSU here in just a few minutes. Um, last week, also, oh, USC and Utah was a great game played on the West Coast, Pac-12 after dark. Excellent game. Utah went for two late, got converted, and they won by a point. I think it was 42-41 was that final off the top of my head. Could be off a little bit. Like I said, I'm driving. I don't have any numbers or anything in front of me. So just going off memory right now. Uh, that was that other major game last week. Um, TCU beat Oklahoma State in overtime. Uh, Oklahoma State's, uh, as we'd said, as I said before, had been graded as the luckiest team in college football points, still are as far as field position goes. They've just been lucky all season, and that finally ran out a little bit. They play Texas this week. That's going to be a great game. Texas is currently a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Oklahoma State has some injury concerns at the quarterback position, so we will see uh, if he plays or not tomorrow. Um as far as that goes. So I'll start. I've already put, met, placed some bets this weekend. Uh, my card is not yet finished. I haven't done any first half bets yet. Um, so my card is not finished, but I'll start with the gains I have taken so far. Liberty plus seven hosting BYU. Uh, there's been a lot of great religious games this year. The religious religion matchups continue. Mormons versus the Baptists. Keith Freeze has said some weird shit this week. Uh, you know, with the Bible. Apparently, he thinks he's Solomon from the Book of David. Um, it's it's really weird kind of how he's gone off the rails. Um, you know, he doesn't cuss, he doesn't drink, but he chews tobacco as his only vice. Uh, but he did say that before he got caught with all the strippers and hookers that he was sleeping with. So I guess he has two vices, tobacco and sex. Hopefully, he got those uh, straightened up a little bit. Um, we'll see. I guess it, maybe he should have been Mormon because they like to have multiple wives. And maybe that would have suited him better. Maybe he's trying out for the BYU job in the future tomorrow. We'll see. I don't know. Um, that that uh religion might fit him a little little better or denomination. I guess they're still uh consider themselves Christians. Uh, I like Liberty. Hugh Freeze loves himself and loves the spotlight. He always coaches better and his teams perform better uh, when there's a lot of attention on them, it seems. He's catching points at home. Uh, BYU does not have a good defense, and Liberty has, it, under Hugh Freeze, can definitely score some points. He is considered an offensive mastermind a little bit. So I do like Liberty to get the points. I would even consider taking the money line at home. Um, I, I think that is a very, very good bet this weekend. That's on my card, Liberty plus seven. Uh, then I have a two-way teaser, Ole Miss plus eight, South Carolina plus nine. Ole Miss is plus eight on the road at LSU. I'm getting those extra six points. I, 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 I don't know who's going to win this game. This is a stay-away game for me as far as straight up. LSU being a two-and-a-half-point favorite right now or two-point favorite, depending on where you look. Uh, we'll talk about that game a little bit more. But I, I don't see Ole Miss losing by more than a touchdown. 
South Carolina getting nine points at home versus Texas A&M. I also have South Carolina plus uh, plus 135 money line. I like South Carolina to win this game outright, I think. At home, they're in a good spot. They have some confidence. They just beat Kentucky recently, coming off of a bye, I believe. Uh, Texas A&M is, you know, just obviously not great. I don't think they'll score a lot. I don't think that, I definitely don't think they'll score enough to win by more than a touchdown if they win. So I definitely like South Carolina plus nine. Love that. Love that. Um, and like I said, I have the money line also. I just really like South Carolina in this spot. Uh, Texas A&M just isn't playing with a lot of confidence. They're not very good. They can't score. Uh, their defense is not as good as you would have thought. A Texas A&M defense would be. Oh my God, that car's gonna run over me. Good. God. These people from DeSoto County just can't off drive. Moving on. I have two ATs are Texas Pick'em and Vanderbilt plus 20. Texas, I think I like Texas minus six and a half this week to cover. Uh, we'll kind of see how that game goes. I, I do think Oklahoma State's quarterback's going to play and that line's going to move a lot early tomorrow. So that's something to keep an eye on. You can probably get a lot more value. On the, if that line does move uh, closer to two or three points. Uh, I, I think Texas is just really good at this point. I'm high, a little bit higher on them than I am Oklahoma State right now. And I think Texas will probably cover that. So I definitely like Texas to win outright here uh, at Oklahoma State at 2.30 tomorrow. Vanderbilt plus 20. I don't think Missouri is a team good enough to run away with anything. Um, I think Clark Lee is a good coach. I think Vanderbilt is well coached. They are as far as uh, tackling percentage goes and not missing tackles. Uh, Vanderbilt's the best in the country. They don't miss tackles. They're just very solid defensively. Um, I think, they're, they're, like I said, they're well coached. Uh, their quarterback is still, I believe, at this moment, the only Division one quarterback that has not thrown an interception. So he makes good decisions. Vanderbilt doesn't turn the ball over. I definitely like Vanderbilt to not lose by 20. They are also on my watch list to take them uh, plus 14 tomorrow. I'll watch a little bit if I can get a half the half point in Vanderbilt's uh, favor at plus 14 and a half. I'll take that. I don't expect the line to move that way, but definitely something to keep an eye on. I do like uh, Vanderbilt to definitely keep that game within 20. Uh, my last teaser I've made so far, I have UCLA plus 12 and a half and the over of 65. So I'm getting six points on that, that over that's uh, at at uh, 71 right now. Um, I might like UCLA to cover six and a half also. Um, Oregon's played a lot better since that opening loss against Georgia. I think that um, UCLA is kind of like Ole Miss. They have had a light schedule so far. Um, but we'll, they, had, they did beat Utah. They, had, they did beat Utah. But outside of that, they've kind of played a light schedule. Um, I think they're very well coached. I love Chip Kelly. I think UCLA is good. Uh, I think Oregon at home is really good. That, that's a lot of points for a team that's the only match. So I, I think I do like UCLA plus six and a half, getting those points at home if they can. I mean, on the road, um, if that game gets to seven, I'll definitely take UCLA against the spread. But I love them at 12 and a half. I definitely don't think they lose by that many. And I think this is going to be a super high-scoring game. UCLA is one of the fastest teams in the country. 
uh, I think 20, they average a snap about every 23 seconds. Well, everything's like 23.6 to be precise. They are super fast uh, and they score a lot. DTR's got a lot of football under his belt. Uh, Chip Kelly's got a lot of football under his belt. Uh, Oregon has improved since the first game. Of course, that game against Georgia was Dan Lanning's first ever um, game as a head coach. And uh, they they just weren't ready, and they played a lot better since then. Um, so I, I think Oregon probably will maybe win by three or four points, the field goal or, or something. But it could also come down to whoever has the ball last. I think it's going to be a shootout. That, like I said, the over-unders are 71, and it's taken a lot of money on that side. Um, I think a key number on here uh, is 69. If for some reason that moved or you get it live at 69, that is a great bet, great bet to take uh, over 69 there. 71 is just – when it gets over 70, it starts to get a little a little scary for me. Um, but I really like Chip Kelly in this spot. I like UCLA to cover uh, six and a half, and then that's how I have that T-shirt torn up, and I love to go over 65. I think it's going to easily get over 65. Um, I think both these teams will get to the 40s probably. Definitely in the 30s, they may get to the 40s, so – uh, that'll be a good game. My game of the week, my favorite bet this week, is Alabama at home coming off the loss. Uh, they're they're sick, 21-point favorite against Mississippi State. Mississippi State has not scored a touchdown in Tuscaloosa since Dak Prescott was throwing the football around the yard for them and running a lot of QB sneaks or QB draws. Dan Mullen's favorite play call. 21 points, it's a lot. Bama's burned me a little bit this year. They have not been the cover machine they once were, but Mississippi State's offense is simple. Nick Saban, the last two times, seemed to definitely figure it out. I mean, they've just dominated Mike Leach since he got there the past two years. And then, like I said, State has not scored a touchdown in Tuscaloosa since 2014. That is a long time. Eight years. I was a junior in high school the last time Mississippi State scored a touchdown in Tuscaloosa. And now I'm a college graduate. I've been in the workforce for two years. So that's a long time. A very, very long time. I love Alabama. And I think, I don't know what it is. My book does not let me do player props. Um, at least there weren't any up right now. Jermaine Gibbs, I would take his total yards over. Whatever it is, give me 300, I would take it. I would take his total rushing yards. It could be 200. I would take it. I think he's going to have a great game, come back, uh, especially if there's, like, the first half line for that. I have not taken any first half bets. Like I said, they weren't on my book yet this morning. Um, I'm, I'm going to do Alabama first half also. Whatever it is, I'm taking it. Since it's 21, that'll probably be, like, 13 or 14, maybe 11. be somewhere in that ballpark. I, I'm, I'm taking Bama first half also. I'm going to absolutely hammer the tide. I might go rebet the 21 points um, if it's still there. I think it may have moved to 22. I absolutely love Alabama this week at home to bounce back. Mad Nick Saban, Mad Crimson Tide, Mad Fans. It's going to be violent in Tuscaloosa at 6 o'clock tomorrow night. And then the last bet that I placed so far, South Carolina money line plus 135. I like it. I don't love it. I like it. Uh, like, I mean, if you tell me Texas A&M could win tomorrow, I believe you. Um, and then I could also see that game going the other way. 
Let's see. What else are some big games? There's Syracuse at Clemson this week. Syracuse is a 14-point a underdog at Clemson. Um, I looked at this game. I was like, ooh, Syracuse, 14 points. That's a lot. Syracuse is undefeated, and they beat some good teams. They beat Purdue. Last week, I bet against Syracuse because uh, I had North Carolina State. I like North Carolina State. North Carolina State came out. Their quarterback was injured. He was not playing Saturday, so Syracuse got lucky there. Uh, I wanted to go and hedge that bet, but it was not live on my book at the time. I didn't get that bet in, or I would have taken Syracuse after uh, the quarterback injury to North Carolina State. 14 points, just that's a ton of points. Um, and I look at this, one of those games, I see it, and I wonder if Vegas knows something that I don't, um, just because that is so many points there that they're getting. Um, but I do like uh, – I don't like either side, actually. Because I, I, if I bet it, I think I would take Syracuse, two touchdowns. Um, but it just feels like Vegas is trying to trap me into that. So I'll stay away. I'll watch it. If I get a half point either way or the other, I might take it. I might just buy Clemson uh, 13 and a half. That may be the way I go. I might end up putting that in a teaser. I might put I might put Clemson and the under in a teaser. Right now the under is at 49 and a half. So if I can get that at uh, 43 and a half, excuse me, I might do the over. I might do over 43 and a half Clemson uh, minus like eight there for that. Um, Cincinnati and SMU. Cincinnati at SMU. I don't love either game. I watched SMU once against UCF and they got destroyed. Um, so there's some bias there for me to lean towards Cincinnati, but I really don't like either way. Oh, I love, love, love Iowa plus 30 at Ohio State. I'm going to take the Iowa team under. I don't know what it is, uh, but I'm going to take it. Ohio State's defense has improved this year. Uh, some people are still kind of doubting them a little bit. I think they're going to make a point this weekend with Iowa. Iowa's bad. They're not a good football team. Um, I think well, I think 30, I think you're going to get close to that. I would lean Ohio State to cover that. Whatever Iowa's team under is, I'm taking that. Uh, the over-under on that game is 50. I think you're going to get Ohio State probably 42, 38 maybe 45, somewhere in that ballpark, 20 points Ohio State's going to score. It's just going to depend on how many Iowa combats that with. Um, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'd lean Ohio State to cover, and I, I'd probably lean the over, honestly. I think Iowa State's going to, going to handle Iowa pretty easily. Kansas at Baylor. Kansas is plus 10 at Baylor. That's another game I'll look at, and I think Vegas is trying to trick me into it. I cannot believe Kansas is catching 10 points at Baylor. I guess that that still tells you that Vegas is not a 100% believer in Kansas, even though they've had a solid year. They entered the top 25 a few weeks ago for DB. That's college game day. We all know that. I'd want to take, I'd want to take Kansas plus 10. That's what I would do. That's just a lot of points for them to get. And they're a good football team, and I don't think Baylor's as good as we thought they were going to be this year. They've already had three losses. Super disappointed. Disappointing. However, I think Kansas still does have their backup quarterback. Still does have what Paul says. Kansas still has their backup quarterback uh, with the other guy being hurt. 
Houston at Navy, that doesn't do anything for me. Yellow Army doesn't do anything. Da, 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 da. Oh, University of Tennessee Martin at Tennessee. Tennessee, uh, a little bit of a hangover, I think. Maybe a little sleepy. Uh, I saw some exotic lines for 38. Uh, Tennessee, 38-point favorite. I think I'll take – if I was going to bet on this game, I'd stay away, but I would take UTM to cover that. That's simply just too many points there, I feel like. Uh, Duke plus 10 at Miami. That game doesn't do anything for me. Stay away from that. Let's see. What else do we have? Trying to cover everything before I really dive into Ole Miss at LSU. Um, Arizona State is a two-and-a-half-point underdog at Stanford. They're both two and four. Talk about disgusting. Oh, my God. Like a drunk girl throwing up in an alley. Disgusting. Don't look at me like that. Has that been you before? Is that why you look at me like that? Oh, perfect. Uh, oh, Troy, USA last night. What a great game. Troy is a really good team. USA was getting top 25 votes. I think uh, Troy's going to be in my power rankings top 25 next week. I'll go ahead and give you all that. All right. LSU hosting Ole Miss. Let me see what the line is at currently. Um, LSU is uh, – oh, one and a half. LSU one and a half point favorite at Ole Miss. Hosting Ole Miss, excuse me. Uh, that's the game's essentially a pick em. This is a stay – I think even if I didn't have a, a dog in the fight, this would be a stay-away game for me um, just because of the spread. And Ole Miss, there are some question marks, but I, I do think at this point you know what you're going to get. They want to run the ball. They're going to run the ball. And then like Kevin said, every week's different. Um, and they're going to come out and they're going to want to run the ball. Ole Miss has uh, an injury question mark with Zach Evans. We don't know exactly if he's going to play or not. It's a knee. He's questionable. Ole Miss could just be saying that. Who knows? I think he'll probably get one of those shots before the game and play. I just can't imagine he's going to sit out for this one. Um, Judkins is healthy, so that's good. But then um, Bentley, Bentley should be fine to go. I think he's still a little questionable also. So the Ole Miss running back room, even though it's loaded, it's a little questionable. We'll see. Um, you may see Zach Evans get a shot, play a little earlier, then use Judkins later in the game. Um, that is just not the recipe for success Ole Miss wants this week. Um, however, if there is a part of LSU's defense you can take advantage of that is normally not their weakness, is their secondary. So maybe Ole Miss can have some success throwing the football against LSU this weekend. Um, they don't. LSU does not have the defensive backs and secondary that we're used to seeing from them, you know, DBU, they want to call themselves. Not this year to this point. So I think Ole Miss can move the ball through the air against LSU. I really believe that, and I think you might see that a little bit more. Um, and then LSU going against Ole Miss's defense. LSU doesn't have a running back like they did, like uh, Auburn does. I don't think they'll run the ball as well. Um and then I don't know if I don't I just don't think LSU's offense is that great. I really don't. Um, you saw them struggle against Auburn offensively. They got a little lucky in that game. Uh, and then you saw them do well against Florida. But like I said earlier, Florida's defense is just not good. 
Harden does not have good defense. They're not top 50 in any category statistically. So I really don't believe in LSU's offense. And LSU's special teams is also very shaky. Just a lot of questionable mistakes this year. Uh, so this is a game I could see going either way. Um, I think Ole Miss will have success throwing the ball a little bit. We'll see what the running backs do um, as far as that goes. What is the over-under for this game? I didn't even look. Talking to myself, just talking to myself. Under, oh, over under 65. I like the under. 65 points. I think this game's going to be in the upper 20s, maybe the lower 20s. Uh, I think this is going to be a little bit of a defensive game. I think Ole Miss wants to make it a defensive game, even though they're going to, they're going to go fast. They're going to run the football. They're going to snap the ball quickly. Um, Ole Miss, Ole Miss success rate on third, on first down is high. And I think that's where LSU struggles on defense, their success rate. Maybe their third down success rate is too. Maybe I'm getting them confused with Florida because I looked at those stats earlier. Um, Ole Miss gets ahead in the change. They move the football. I think they'll definitely move the ball in between the 20s. LSU's defense is a little better in the red zone. Um, so we may see them get some stops there. Oh, this game's so hard. I want to say my, my brain says stay away. My heart says Ole Miss to win. And... If I had to pick a game, if I had to pick a winner for this game, I think I would just have to say LSU. Ole Miss, since I've been born, has won in Baton Rouge, or Red Stick, better known as Red Stick, the corn dog, stinky corn dog capital of the world. Three times since 1998, Ole Miss has won in Baton Rouge. So it's just they don't go and win there a lot. They have not won a game there since 2008. It's just not good at all. Uh, the fans are miserable. My grandparents took an RV to Baton Rouge one year with a couple, maybe two couples. They came that during the game. They got shit thrown on them. After the game, their tires were slashed on the RV they had rented. Uh, drove down there, so it's a hostile environment. It's violent. It's not the home field advantage it 